In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. Guys, we honor you for grinding it out. (laughs) In the bubble. <laughs> Males are treating anonymous bleachers, but you've jumped into the fray. I don't know what that laugh was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. Anyway, hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Guys, I'm excited to call you in, to call you out, and to call you up, and I hope you would do the same for me. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with a backbone producer, co-host, and friend, Dale Culver. So what's up in your life, my man? Uh, I was just over here doing some push-ups. Oh, really? It looks like you're like eating a burrito right now. Whatever, dude. <laughs> You've worked out two days in a row. Congratulations. But, uh, you know, by the time a little this, bit over the top. By the time this the podcast is released. The three days total. <laughs> oh. uh, I've got 15 years of watching it. I, 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 I am expecting to see great things. All right. I will so, not And I'm expecting down. better diet choices when we go to Worcester. Massachusetts is that the state we're I'm going to have Worcestershire sauce. I'm expecting better food came. choices. Oh my. Anyway, hey, I'm excited man. Whoa. Don't don't be showing that gross food. That's not good for you. Bacon. Yeah, anyway. Um hey, you got a man law for me? I do. All right, man rule. Man law. Man law. When I was working in Eastern Oregon, I learned this one. When you pull in and you're driving in gravel and you stop you need to wait for the dust to settle before you throw your door open. So I was in the passenger side, and I got real eager at times, and I would jump out, and then what it would do is fill the whole cab full of dust, and the owner of the truck did not like that so much. So it's just, kind of, dude, if you're riding in my pick up truck, wait till the dust settles before you throw the door open. I do not know how to salvage that man law. That's a good one, though. Not, unless you live in a city. Well, it's a good law. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna salvage that man law and say this: <laughs> Wait till the dust settles over your emotions before you send that angry email. See, 
See, so I knew you what, could what do a, that. Well, because uh, I'm that good. But uh-huh. what I want to say to that is this. A lot of times we react on right. social media. I watch some of these threads sometimes. And I scratch my head. These are 45, 50-year-old men arguing about minutia on trivial stuff. And let the dust settle. Never send an angry email. Never make an angry response that you haven't thought through. Let the dust settle. Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. You're going to have to go back and fix it. You're going to create damage. And and I would say also to those who are starting some of these threads or launching these posts, be very careful and think through what this is going to do, not only to your reputation, but, you know, I've unfollowed many, many people in social media because I just know they're, they're contrarians. They just want to stir stuff up, and I don't need to be around that. Life already stirs enough stuff up, uh, stuff up. I don't need to have that in my life. And so be careful, guys. Hey, guys, again, check out our Facebook forum for men. Uh, if you add 100 guys to that page, we will shoot you off some swag. So uh, make sure you do that. When you do, let us know your address. We can mail it to you. Also, June 30th to July 1st is our death ruck. Never done this before. The only reason for doing it is I, I just personally wanted to challenge myself. See if I can handle a 44-mile walk over the course of two days in the heat of summer. And I'd love to have some of you suffer with me. So go to our app or our website to sign up for that event. It is free. We just need to know who's going for transportation purposes. And then also, guys, if you're a a pastor of a church or a men's group, we really want you to book uh, one of our uh, nine open spots, nine or eight, I can't remember, for the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Love to come and equip the men of your church. And I want to get into the meat of this podcast right now, and I'm calling this episode, Dale, the Rubber Band Man. Like Rubber Band, Rubber Band Man. There was a song in the 70s. Who sang that? I have no I idea. Wasn't. I can't remember either. But I want to go back to this question. And this this man uh, asked the men in the arena how to deal with teenage children who distance themselves from you, won't up and open up, and refuse uh, to communicate. And I would just say, yep, sounds like teenage children to me. And I, I really think this, and I'm going to say something that's going to sound bold to you out there right now. I'm a 52-year-old man. Dale's a 40 three-year-old man holder Dale now 44 44 you know we have a teenage we have children that go from 24 all the way down and we've raised children for I've been raising children for 25 years of my life and I've got something to say on this a lot of times I I go and listen to different platforms where guys are in their early 30s trying to tell their guys how to raise their kids I'm going <laughs> that's great I appreciate your heart but really do you really have a platform that's worthy of advice you're barely figuring this out yourself so I've raised uh, three children. They're all adults right now. They're all awesome young men, uh, college degrees. Uh, one's almost there. You've raised f- raised one wonderful daughter. You've got three, two others that are high school-ish, and you've got one one you just adopted or you're in the process of adopting. I think that we've got something to stay, say here about this topic. And what I want to say uh, to those of you out there struggling with connecting with your children, and especially with the young young men in your home, your teenage boys, as these young men enter their teenage years, what they are going to do is they are going to seek their own identity apart from you. In other words, they're going to look at your faith and go, okay, uh, so far in my life, I've lived my parents' faith. 
am I going to make this mine? And they wrestle to own an identity that you've established for them. They're going to ask the same about your moral compass. They're going to ask the same about your habits, how you handle people. They are going to separate themselves from you during the teen years to evaluate whether or not they want to own your behaviors and beliefs as their own. Now, when they do that, they distance themselves from you emotionally. Now, Around the time, 15, 16, 17, if you've raised your kids well, and I know that's a little inflammatory, they will get a job. They'll be working. (laughs) They'll be doing stuff that's apart from you. They'll get a car. They'll have a job. They'll be involved in extracurricular activities. And when this happens, they will naturally, physically remove themselves from you. Okay, so here's what I'm going to go back to James Dobson, founder of Focus on the Family. And here's what James said. Love is spelled... T-I-M-E. During this season, guys, your children will naturally try to separate themselves from you. So imagine that you have this huge rubber band, and they're on one end of it, and you're on the other, and they're moving, walking away from you. What you do is you become the rubber band man, and you, you allow them to move ahead of you, and then you slowly... Uh, allow that rubber band to come back to the same size by pursuing them. You don't want to be a helicopter. You don't want to be a bulldozer. But what you're doing is you're not allowing them to get so far out in front that they disengage completely from you. My dad modeled this so well uh, with us during our teen years. So he would just stay engaged, not overwhelming, just stay engaged. And so the way he did it and the way I think that you should do it is by T-I-M-E. Do stuff together. I just talked, we had a guy on our podcast, Greg McEwen, he plays tennis with his kids. My dad loved to take us hunting. Some of your dads like to take you fishing. Uh, You know, have a date with your daughters. You know, go shopping with your girls. You know, find a way to engage in something they're involved with. You know, if you're in a church, get involved in the youth group. Don't be in their small group leader, but just get involved and be, just be a part of their world. Get in their world. And, and just be there close to them with time. And as they watch you live and as they discover who they are, you will be right there with them to encourage them along the way. So, guys, that's my two cents. That's based off of 25 years of parenting. That's based off of 30 years of ministry experiencing, wa- experience watching people grow and, and work through this together. And I hope it helps you today, guys. You've been listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. Hey, guys, changing your world is the toughest thing you'll ever do. We're not going to lie about that, but we have three simple steps to encourage you on your way to be a world changer. Number one, enlist. Download our free app. Subscribe to the Man Card Podcast. Join the Men in the Arena Facebook Forum for Men. Number two, invest in your best version. Go to our gear page on the app or the website and invest in our resources. Oh, you don't like our resources? I don't care. Go invest in somebody else's resources. My good friend Vince Miller has Resolute. My friend uh, David Dusick has Rough Cut Men. A friend Brian Doyle is involved in uh, founded Iron Sharpens Iron Ministries. Another friend Tom Cheshire has Relevant Practical Ministry for Men. I've got friends all around this world. Invest in their resources. There's some great stuff out there. Number three, guys, change your world. Get involved in championing the causes you care about. The Great Hunt for God needs your championing as a 501c3. Serve in your community. Get involved in your local church, guys. Hey, guys, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming their best version and changing their world because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowds. (laughs) That was me that time. (laughs) I was waiting for you, Dale, and you didn't bring the heat. I was waiting for the dust to settle, but I brought the dust. 
Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Whoa, that was weird. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode the man card podcast this is dale culver signing off until next time join our army and become the best version of you get in the arena let the world feel the full weight of who you are grind it out be a man What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.